today we are talking about scaling, right? All the great things about scaling. Actually, no, not really. Everyone thinks growth is great. There's some real problems with scaling. There's some challenges, some things you probably should think about when you're thinking about scaling and growth. We're going to get into those today here on a very special episode of Drink While You Think, the happy hour conversation between two firm owners, me, this joker, Matthew, who uh, are actually together here in a little bit of kind of paradise. We're going to be talking about the weird things we do, as always, and talking about scaling. But first, Matthew, can you tell us who our sponsor is today? Well, it's a really appropriate sponsor that we're talking about scaling because you can use Tally4 for all of your tax scaling needs. Tally4, one of the key things to making sure you get all of your M1 adjustments right. Tally4, the, the, the tax person's dream. Now that you're out of tax season, look at your process and incorporate Tally4. Thank you, Tally4, for your sponsorship and sending us these beers. These great beers. So we are drinking. We got Moo Peninsula Lager. Yeah, we're in San Diego, so we're drinking uh, uh, San Diego beers, uh, yep. Peninsula Lagers from Bay City Brewing. So uh, that one's there. So it's a uh, what are we? I had it here just a second. It's like ABV? I think it's a. Uh, it's like a five percenter, I think. Okay. Yeah, five percent ABV. Okay. Sweet, semi-sweet amber nectar brewed for the everyday. So that, that'll. I work. may have had one or two of those yesterday. I like, them. but I'm drinking the Mike Hess Hop Cloud. Hazy IPA, pretty solid. This one's a 7.0 ABV. Oh, a little heavier. Um, a little heavier. But uh, yeah, we're here in awesome San Diego. We're at the Accounting Canada Web, live their, their first U.S. live summit. So they're bringing what they brought to the U.K. here, and it's been phenomenal. If you didn't check it out, yeah. they already announced next year is going to be in San Diego in uh, kind of the May time frame as well. I think they said the, around the 16th of May. So like. Check next, it out, guys. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. If you're not here, I mean, you should be here next time. So cheers, dude. And we're together. We get to be together great. doing this. This is awesome. So um, it's always nice to be together. Dude. So I got this topic based off of something you said today. You were on a panel today. And there's a good question, I thought. Great question. That, that came out of the back of the panel that Matthew was on with a bunch of other uh, firm owners and some folks. Uh, and the question, I guess, really around like scaling, about like things, I think. The exact question, I may get it wrong. It's kind of more like, what things should you be thinking about considering as you grow? Like, right, what's and it, yours was the, the topic was really around marketing. <clears throat> yeah, kind of, you, you took it in a little bit of a different direction. I wonder if that surprised people. Your response, we'll kind of break it down and we'll kind of just talk a little bit about scaling. I think that the we hear this a lot from other firm owners, like, wow, you guys have grown so big and you're scaling like crazy, which is true. Um, I think it's looked at externally, objectively as, oh, that's just so awesome, right? There's some great things about it, but I'm not sure some of the challenges get highlighted No, or things to consider. So you start with, you said, when you said like, okay, you better get used to this. And I think there are some people in the room who were like, what did he just say? Because it was uncomfortable. Do you remember what it was you talked about? Like get used to not knowing who your clients are, like running into them in person. And you just, this flips you out. It flips me out too, though. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, like, I don't, but you, you see it more like where you run into people in the wild and they're like, Hey, we're your customer. And we're like, we go blank. And like, 
I, I don't know your name. I don't know your company. I have no idea if we're doing good work. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Like all the things run through your head as a business owner. You're just like, oh my gosh, like at scale, we lost that. When did we lose that? Well, like how many customers do you think? It started getting around, you know, you get around like, you know, as we go back to last episode, we kind of referred to or the episode a couple episodes before, probably around 150, 200 clients. And you're starting to get like, oh, I kind of recognize their name, maybe off the AR aging or some customer report. You've heard team members talk about them, but you're kind of getting a little foggy on who they are. Yeah. And then it becomes north of that and it starts falling off quickly and you're not sure you know any of that. Not any, but a lot of the clients. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a, like we did not plan like, oh, we know this is going to happen. It just happened. And we had to it get just happened. We had to get used to it. Used to it. But I, are you used to it yet? No, <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It's like yeah. the most uncomfortable thing. And it's just very unnatural. And um, I feel guilty about it. A lot of times I just I feel uncomfortable around it. It's just a it's a really weird, uncomfortable feeling that you got to deal with. Yeah. If you decide to scale. I, I think it's a good, healthy exercise, though, because when you describe that really well today in that in that room full of firm owners i think it i could see kind of light bulbs going off with people i'm like wow i have to think about do i want to be that kind of firm right right i was like yeah you like i want people to know like that's okay to not be that like just know when you make this decision like you're gonna have to deal with some of the bad that comes with some of the good like of the scale like absolutely absolutely and and i think yeah we're both still uncomfortable we're both very people 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 we love people and our clients and so i think that's where um some other firms who are up on the panel who are a little smaller like wow i love having a good relationship with all my clients and it seems very uh antithetical you would say well you can't have that but you truly can't the numbers the math doesn't work the math doesn't work yeah it doesn't work um so it's still it's off-putting to me i will say though um one of the first times i felt good about it was when that situation you mentioned happened like where oh kenji nice to meet you you're with acuity we use acuity and you kind of go I, I, don't know, I don't know your name uh what's your what, what's your company's name and like and also you doing good how's our team doing and they came and they were like we have loved y'all's service uh the team is great you guys have great work we're really happy and then it was uh i mean, I, I was expecting the opposite honestly You're expecting like okay well i'm not involved as a firm owner it can't be as good as it would be if I was doing all this, there's work. a lot of ego in that. Tons of ego, tons of ego. I don't ego, but also like, it is a bit true. Like nobody cares in certain regards as much as firm owners do. Like it's our baby. So you think that like maybe we care? It doesn't mean we, we we don't we care about our company more. I think we recruited people that care about our clients as much as we care about our clients. That's like true. if you recruit well and if you, I would say to a person like they they have a passion for our customers yeah. more than they do um i think this is with most firms so it's like they care about their clients more than they care about the firm a lot of times yeah. so yeah. it's an interesting it's interesting thing so it is it is but that felt good it felt good to have someone say no you guys are doing a great job makes me you know love your team and that was very affirming and i think that's something you should know and expect like that's what you're shooting for right that's really what you're looking yeah. for is that kind of experience i think that uh, but it was interesting and so i watched everyone kind of go through that and kind of process that moment. and like okay but then there was a follow-up question he had the moderator the, the moderator, moderator the moderator says well at least you know all your people and we're like like 
you don't like you don't at 150. Like we sometimes don't meet people until AcutiCon. Um, we try to get them into the new new employee quarterly meeting, but like we get half an hour with them. Like you don't know them right. there. Right. Like you don't like you you have a couple of tidbits, but you don't know them. Like and you're in a virtual setting, so I think that blew everybody away almost more. No, I think so. I don't think and they were, like, like. I think the first thing around clients was a little shocking and then like it was bomb drop and i was like wow you guys don't know all your team members and i think the realization hit pretty quick some people go oh you have 150 team members I, I i could see how that would be very difficult knowing all of them but it's it's also uncomfortable like it is it's just very, very uncomfortable. uncomfortable that one's more so uncomfortable and there's some things that you know i think we both do i'm trying to do programmatically to build some relationship with team members to try to make sure they feel connected but i mean i don't think our team members want like necessarily relationships with us they want us to dig in when it's important yeah. and we do do that like like if there's a problem and they need us to dig in we'll dig in yeah but that doesn't require a personal relationship and, and things like that's a little bit impractical you go back to the friends episode of like how many friends you can have like if you get business any bigger you like literally can't have that many relationships right that are genuine you really you really can't do that um, so, but it's i guess that's maybe the moral of some of this is prepare to be uncomfortable if you're planning to grow and scale prepare to be uncomfortable especially um one of the other panelists um from lysio chris from lysio he that's a software company right so it's a little little different when you think about scale there when you're providing an actual tool or a piece of software or a product to where you still want to have a strong brand uh, you still want you still want to meet the needs of the customer, but you're not doing it with the human element. You're not doing it with people. It's not service based, right. so it's a little different. Um, but when you've got a service based business like accountants do, this is where you need to just think through and how comfortable are you in having a business that you're not going to know all your team members, you know, uh, and you're not going to know all your clients. And if you can say, "Hey, I'm cool with that," then I think there's some ways to kind of get into it and start <clears throat> preparing for that. Yeah, and um, and. Yeah. and I mean, what are some thoughts you have about like, okay, how, okay, let's say you're, you're starting to get some of those milestones. You're like, you're starting to track toward a hundred clients. You've maybe got 20 team members or something. You're starting to get there. Can you think back? And some of this probably touches on the friends episode but like, yeah. of where like, oh, be ready for this to happen or this, you know, or here's some things we would maybe do differently looking back. Um, yeah. Be ready for people to leave the firm without talking to you first. Yeah. That was hard. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a really hard thing. Like this is a real, like our, like acuity is a real personal thing to us. Right. So like that we built a place that's not perfect for everybody and, and people aren't comfortable talking to us because we haven't built that relationship um, before they leave to just get advice. So like, like a lot of times people leave and, and it's the right thing for them to do. Right. But like, um, you know, previous, my previous place, like I was always the guy they talked to before they quit. Um, that was a big one. That was really hard for me is people leaving before they talk to me. Like that was, that was, that was the one you have to really watch for. I don't yeah. know. You operated this a long time as a, like a, a smaller firm. Yeah. Like a, like what was the biggest change? Like where, where you started being like, Oh, this is going to be different. Well, I think one of the challenges I had is I, I'm pretty good at maintaining a lot of different relationships. I, I inherently, I like, 
mixing and mingling with so many people. We're at these conferences and I've had a bunch of friends and people joke about like, oh, you're really good at conferences because you like being out and about. So I think I probably was able to push through a little bit of a higher number, um, which actually wasn't necessarily a good thing. So I didn't really think through. I think we got to up to like closer to 50 team members. And there were still a lot of one-on-ones. And there's still a lot of like people knew Kenji and, 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 and Matthew. And it was just a... Um, but then when it kind of started breaking, it broke kind of quick. And you did have that where people, um, you just realized people came and went through the organization that you didn't even know. Like I, we don't keep them anymore, but yeah, Kelly, um, who is really kind of managing for us our a bit of our HR function before we brought Amber in recently, who's our new HR manager. Occasionally, I'd have to go into her file drawer. I'd Enjoy look. your wedding, Amber. Yeah, true. That's true. That's true. Call out for Amber. Like, call out for Amber. Getting married right now. Enjoy the honeymoon. Oh my gosh. Um, is I'd occasionally have to go into Kelly's desk drawer, and it was on the file. It had all the employee files and past employee files. Oh yeah, that was weird. And it just gave me heartburn. I'd see these names of people who were long gone, or some you're like, oh, I barely remember them. It just is a weird. Um, so I'd say that's hard if you're a people person. That's very difficult. Building up some regular cadence, I, I think what I've started learning is, you said it a minute ago about you don't have to have a relationship with them. I think that's true. That sounds weird and maybe callous because I think it sounds always good to say, well, I want relationships with my clients, with my team members. Yet, I don't think we're saying that you shouldn't like know who they are at all. We try to focus more on, I have at least, the word belong. Like I really care about making sure people feel like they belong. And that was the shift we started making was where initially they had to feel like I was there making sure everyone felt like they belonged. Like if you knew Kenji and Kenji knew yeah. you and what was going on with their kiddos and when's their birthday and all that stuff, they felt belonging. We're learning there are other ways to get people to feel like they're belong, they belong and are connected that don't have to be you and me wow. taking everybody to lunch. You know, another weird one is like when you want to spend time with people and they're like overly respectful of your time. Mm. They're like, oh, you probably have bigger, more important things to do. I got that from somebody uh, about a week and a half ago. Like you probably have more important things to do. And I, and I had to stop and say, like, literally, like, this is one of my favorite things to do is to know people. Like I don't have the opportunity because we're virtual too. Like I would be like, I would be the worst, like, like water cooler person. Like you probably don't get me to leave the water cooler and talk to everybody, all of our people and stuff like that. So like when I get the opportunity, uh, that has been hard for me is that like people are like trying to respect my time too much yeah. for my comfort level. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Cause I think that that's, that, 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 that sense of getting a little bit isolated from the team that stinks. I mean, it really, <clears throat> that hurts us because we're like, oh, we get so much joy. That's the, that's the fun part about having a services based business with the team is you don't want to be isolated from that. Um, especially yeah. when you hire like really talented people, you consider peers right. from a accounting perspective. Like I, we have like the CFO team, the controller team, like in particular for me, cause I would come up the hardcore accounting side. Like they're like peer level on those topics. Like, like, but then I have to build the business too. Like, like it's just a weird dynamic sometimes. Right. Yeah. It, it is. It is a bit strange and having to go through that. Um, but I, again, I think the learning can be that there are still ways to connect with team members um, through scaling. Uh, even while you're scaling there. And I think that we still get back to, I, I liked how you also were very unapologetic because this topic kind of came up today and it wasn't exactly really even on message for what the whole um, panel was about, but people really gravitated toward it. 
and you can see a little bit of people kind of weighing both sides of like, do I stay small? Do I grow? And I did very much like, this is you and me, and this is everybody at Acuity knows this too. We're a firm who's growing. That, that is, or when we say that unashamed, unabashedly, for us, we're just in that. We like growth. We like well, it. It's yeah, important I mean, to us. From our professional, like we care about our professional development too. Like, and that's the new challenge. Like, how do you do this authentically? At her first question was, how do we do it authentically at 50 people? How do we do it authentically at 100? How do we do it at 150? Now we want to know, how do we do this authentically at 250 people? How do we hit our BHAG of helping 5,000 entrepreneurs? Like, yeah. how do you help 5,000 entrepreneurs in their business? Like, like that kind of gets me up in the morning. So, like, that, like we, we don't have to apologize for that. Like, like, you can choose different paths, and I can totally respect that. Yeah. But, like, for us, like, that's, that's what engages us. And that is so helpful to tie it to the bigger, broader mission, the long-term mission, like Matthew mentioned for us. It just gets us super excited and stoked about like helping all these innovative entrepreneurs. Okay, that's the mission. That's going to require some times of uncomfort for every one of us, us included, and all oh, team yeah. members. Like, I don't know everybody else. I don't know all the clients. But that much bigger mission for us is super appealing. It's like just very exciting thinking about, wow, that is awesome impact we can have because we've just had a, our careers have been built around innovative entrepreneurs. It's just exciting. So scale for us gets answered very quickly. And like, why grow? Why scale? We want to see that huge impact on innovative entrepreneurs. And you know, you have the people issues, the client side stuff. You don't know everyone, but then you'll, there's a host of things around. Oh, there's lots of good stuff. No, lots lots like, of great stuff. Lots but of nobody talks stuff. about the bad stuff. Like, yeah. Nobody talks about the hard stuff. Right? I mean, I mean, we saw other hard things too. Like you start flowing through systems. There are systems that will not work that work or work as well as they used to. And that, those are, those are tough. Like those are really challenging where, okay. I mean, it's absolutely the like, Amex, dude. Oh, oh Amex or you, you get, or you get your, our billing system. You know, we uh -huh. had to go do an assessment of our billing system this year and realize that we had, what was the ad? We saw cl some clients of ours were receiving, Oh, how many invoices a month? 16. It was like six, something like that. It was, was it 20 something? No, it, it was there, like there were a couple 12? that were up there high. We had on the high teams and like on average, but as average, like it was average, like six, six I think it was six, six bills, bills a month. a month from acuity. And we're like, it's gotten so complicated. So we had to go <laughs> do a terrible CCU's. experience. That's a bad experience for a client. And because we had multiple <laughs> billing systems, so we had to combine oh. those. And those things just creep up on you. Keeping things like your CRM up to date oh. and in sync with like who is working on what it, it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> trying no, to run a, like <laughs> we're trying to run reports. We were trying to figure out how many clients we've had or how many clients we have today. Because then you're trying to figure out what the definition of a client is. Like if somebody doesn't use you for three months, are they still client? Like, yeah, like, 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 like if somebody has a three subsidiaries, is that four clients or is that one client? Like so reporting <laughs> becomes a lot more difficult. It's a little it's interesting, just it's fun, stupid it's, stuff. Yeah, things you just would never consider on the system side at scale. Patty and Scott have come in through our acquisition of catching clouds. You know, now six months ago, um, maybe a little longer than that. They they've really seen it too of going from a firm that had, you know, 40, 50 clients, 40 clients into one that has, you know, seven hundred, where holy cow, the scale is really different. And there's been some places where they've been very excited about it. I think Patty's been really <laughs> excited to wrap her head around, like, okay, she loves data. Like and I'll say this has been a good fit for Patty because she loves solving data challenges and, and process challenges. And and she actually figured out the question, how many yeah. clients we have. It, 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 <laughs> scale. She actually it, figured it out like this solving week. those kind of problems and their challenges. 
then guess what? Scale and growth will create those for you. So having team members who are like, oh, cool. I want to get in there and wrestle around. Like, how do we do this as a much larger organization? We've got multiple billing systems or ones that are no longer have functionality that can actually fit. So we're kind of starting to straddle into the mid-market almost a little bit. So um, having some team members who like solving complex data problems is going to be really helpful. I've seen this lately with um, a couple of their firms who brought in the acquisition or just built these more data focused, process focused team members because it just gets complicated. And so um, I will say that 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 part of fixing those kind of problems isn't super appealing to me. Like that would be exhausting. If you and I had to go fix those things, it would be a disaster. There are people probably within your team or maybe other accountants who go, oh, give me a good complex problem like that. You should be looking for some of those either in your midst or people to add to your team because you're going to need some help on dealing with all of the integration data issues. There's a whole host of things out there. Um, We're always happy to kind of talk through them. I think it was a good format today to be able to do that when you're like, we just drop this out there for people. And Fresh they, off the panel, they yeah. They just they jumped on it, and then we're like, "Oh, and not only that, we they just kept going with it." So, um, yeah, we typically talk on this about all the great things around scale and growth, but there are some things to consider. Um, for us, it's still the very noble and worthy uh, pursuit. We love it, but I would say we've learned some things to where change the um, world, hack the planet. Yeah, be do some things in advance to prepare, and yeah. it'll help you out. It's a lot, and a lot of it. Or just know. No, it has to do no, with knowing. No, just your mindset. Change, just like, have a mindset like, oh, this is going to feel different. And just, yeah, you, you got to like change. You got to like it. You got to like it. So, all right. We're sitting out here by the beautiful you know, pool area. Um, we got to get back to that. We can't be oh, yeah. on this. So, you got to put, um, plug Tally for while you're doing that. Tally for Tally for for all your tax needs. Like, Tally for is your intermediary between QuickBooks Online zero and your tax prep program don't worry about your m1s anymore with tally for thanks team tally for peter thanks, you're awesome peter, you guys are great for, great for all this let's do a quick rating of the beers okay um i've got mine pulled up i really enjoyed this even though we're on the west coast this is a good hazy more east coast ipa new england based ipa uh this one's getting a 4.25. 425? Yeah, for me. Nice, nice, nice good rate. I've had a lot, a lot of those lately that have been good and consistent. Um, Matthew, you've got the Peninsula. Peninsula Lager. I was also pretty impressed with this one. Not, like, it's not my, it's for if you're turning watch, it's not my kind of beer generally. So I was going to add, we're at, we're at the pool in San Diego. So I went with something lighter. It's kind of semi-sweet. It's a good good call. I'm going to go a solid 375. I was like a pretty 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 good um okay. Okay. I'm having to pretty, having to look for this one search a little bit here. Pencil. That's it. Bay City. It doesn't have a thing. The pencil okay. that, that must be it's a very light yeah. So what do you feel about this one? 375. 375. 375. Nice. So, okay. Nice. Definitely don't forget if you uh want to sponsor the podcast, you all you have to do is send us beer. Uh we got so, a few more coming up. The, the Tally for guys know that now. Tally uh, Four knows us. We have a few more we've talked to at the conference. Oh, yeah, like, we how do we sponsor? We're like, all you do is send us beer. All you do is send us beer. Uh, so it's been good. And don't forget, we had a bunch of great episodes in April. Check those out if you missed them. But the best way to not miss them, subscribe to the YouTube channel or just hit subscribe. Or the podcast. Or the we podcast. have a podcast. Too, exactly. Right? I was going to say that for both of them. Hit subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. It's yeah. there too. So uh, hope for all you firm owners who are not here with us 
in uh, San Diego. We hope to see you at an upcoming conference soon, but reach out to us anytime. We're always oh, happy yeah. to catch up. So. Going to Engage, going to ZeroCon, both great conferences. We'll see about QuickBooks Connect now that they are going to have it in person, but uh, hopefully see you guys live. See you Cheers, live. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, all.